Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The main villa versus Casa Amor. Mm. Name. A better hills and crisis. <laughs> I will wait. Hello and welcome along to the Unpopular Opinion Podcast. My name is Jen. And I am still living with my dad, Carla. <laughs> <laughs> uh, welcome along to part two of the Unpopular Opinion on the housing crisis. This week in House of Unpopular, we're going to be reading listeners' experiences because yeah. there's a lot to get through. There's a shitload. There's lots. been a huge reaction to this. It just kind of reflects on how how bad it is, how bad it is, and how much it does affect people, and especially people in our generation. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, like. You know? you know you know so i think we're just going to uh, get into it basically we're just going to be reading out your guys situations any comments any thoughts we might have on them um mm. and obviously i mean there we've so many messages to get through so if you're not read out real sauce real sauce, real sauce. but uh we're trying our best because we've had plenty 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 messages doesn't mean that your situation is any less important exactly in fact it might be too important to even put life Yes. If you feel my flow. So let's get it crack a lack in here. So we haven't, we're going to keep everybody anonymous just to let you know if you're writing into us and you want us to be in, or you want us to keep you anonymous, we generally will now. I think yeah. it's probably just a bit easier. For this particular Unless you're subject. like, my name is blah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Call me out. Shout me out. Um, so we said, hey, yeah. So delighted to see two full-time working women talking about the housing crisis. All I hear in the news is social housing, people being put in hotels, HAP schemes, etc. What about us who don't want or need a handout? Us who will work and still can't afford to live. My partner and I live in Toronto. We rent a fabulous apartment with a pool and a gym for a little less than what we pay for a bed sit in Ballymun. Honestly dreading coming home because we know the only option is to live with my mum and save for probably five years before getting a lifelong mortgage. That's terrible, isn't it? That's the outlook for most people well I don't th- like I do totally understand where she's coming from I don't feel like it is spoken about enough about like you know what about two full time like a couple that are both full time that are trying you know their best to get a yeah. mortgage and they're basically kind of just being pushed out more and more exactly and now I know that any dependable what is it it's 10k they give you 10k less per dependable per child well I know for definite they will um automatically I can't remember what I don't know how to, to actually you like what the term is, but they will automatically add two hundred and fifty euro onto your expenditure. Like your outgoings if you have like per dependent. Even though that's probably 
being nice do you yeah. know what I mean like 250 euro per month per child that's what they will put down as your expenditure so they'll let, take that into your cost of living Um, I don't know about I've never heard of that 10k thing now to be honest with you I think so I think a couple of people discuss it but we'll, we'll crack on anyway like um, yeah. <coughs> we'll, we'll clear that up by the end of the pod well um, now when I was in my mortgage meeting there last week he oh did he because I was like oh god is that because I, I was pretty sure that I did a mortgage calculator online that's what it was and then what we got quoted for what we could get was less than what I had done on the mortgage calculator and I was like is that because when I did the mortgage calculator I wasn't pregnant and now I am and he was like no no never even took the kid into consideration it's probably less and I was like oh fabulous I do feel like because I did the mortgage calculator and I it was like giving me and Tom like 380k or something I, and I was like sorry now we definitely no, don't I, earn that much money I think give it uh, I did I say this in the last podcast or did I say well. this to you beforehand about the um the exceptions yeah you were saying it in the last pod did I yeah. say it in the yeah, last yeah, pod yeah. just a recap just in case I didn't because I feel like I was talking to Carla about this before the pod so I don't know um, the fella that we were talking to was saying that you're better off um, applying for a mortgage at the start of the year because there will be exceptions you'll say you and your partners um, or you alone will be calculated what you can get in a mortgage based off your earnings off your expenditure all that kind of stuff but there are banks that will give exceptions to people but it's more they have a quota for the year so you're in with a better chance of being an exception and getting more of a loan off a bank like towards the start of the year because they have they can use them up do you know what I mean you Mm -hmm. can kind of I think it's picked at random like he was saying it's like an algorithm to all the mortgage advisors where he works always try and figure out what is it that gets it to trigger for certain couples like it's the computer it will computer say Yes, our computer says that. Really? Yeah, basically. But I feel like the mortgage calculator is giving you best case scenario to oh, get you okay. to go in. To get you to be like, oh my God, yeah. we can get a house for like that amount of money. That is insane. Exactly. And then you get in and they'll be like, gas, no, 280 chicken. Yeah, <laughs> I'll exactly. Be like, oh. Yeah, I think the mortgage calculator nearly treats you as an exception. Okay. Do you know what okay, I mean? Okay, yeah. So be very the wary maximum. of it. Yeah, yeah, the maximum. Yeah, because I was always like, what is this? Yeah. What is this? It definitely gives you best case scenario, so be wary of it. And I think it's just a ploy to get you in. To so get you in, to get you chatting, to get, get you, you chatting, yeah, to yeah, get yeah, you to yeah, open a yeah. savings account. There you go. Right, next person. Hey, gals. So my situation is probably one of the stranger ones you may hear. We love a strange situation. I'm 26. My other half is 32. We've one sprog aged four and we have another on the way. After moving three times in three years, we swore to ourselves that next time we were going to move was to be into our forever home. We were two grand off our goal for deposit and I was sitting down to tell my mum this with excitement. My mum had her own house, the one she bought when I was 14, but she was working and renting, but was working and renting in Dublin. Long story short, she offers us to buy her house off her face value, no interest, no going through banks. We pay 350 a month rent and then in 13 years, when she's at retirement age, we'll give her a lump sum of 70k. We have contracts signed by solicitors who are all covered. House was only built in 2007. Four bed in a great location in Roscommon. To say we landed on our feet is an understatement. Wow. Oh, that is... Fabulous. Imagine. That's nice. Well done. It's so nice. I always hear of people who are in situations like... Yeah. Do they... Okay, so she... Is the mum still going to be living there? It doesn't specify. Because they were saying 350 a week. Is she still going to be living there? I don't know. I don't know. But um, now you often hear stories of, you know, like inheritance, you know, mm-hmm. houses being handed down. Down, yeah. I would like, now there's been a house in, an inheritance in my 
family but they just wanted to sell it like because of the location that it was in and stuff like that had kind of had a bad history to the house that they wanted to just get rid of it but i would have loved to just even for a couple of years just live in it to be able to save do you know what i mean like it's, yeah if you're in a position where you can kind of live in like a derelict house that's within your family to save all the better like that'd be unreal yeah there's all these little like what ifs i feel like as well yeah. just with like property and stuff like my grandparents house my granny passed away in what was it 2010 and then my aunt who was the last person who lived in it was 2011 she passed away so mm. i remember i just always wanted to buy that house now, and that's what i was like with that house yeah then. i was just like i just always wanted to buy that house now that house it's <laughs> probably a little bit out of my budget in the fact that it was in deer park in castle knock Oh, yeah. So, I mean, we're talking in the millions here. So it was always going to be a little bit out of my budget. But, you know, when you're like, one day I'll get it or some like something will happen that I'll figure it out or I'll be able to work it out with my family. But um, my dad and his brothers and sisters decided to sell it. Sell it yeah. Obviously, you know, that was like 10 years ago or something like that. Mm. But still to this day, I'm fucking fuming. Yeah. Because the people who bought it have just totally redone it. And I hate the way that they've redone it. Oh, And God. I just drive by it all the time and I'm like, I, rem- I remember you saying this yeah. on a drive home mm-hmm. from Eddie Rockets one night. Yeah, I was like, that's the house that Ray grew up in and look how they ruined it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I know in fairness, the house that was in my family that they ended up selling, they, um, like, they, they kind of just wanted to get rid of it just because of the history that's in the house. I don't remember if you remember the, the drugs episode that we mm-hmm. talked about, mm-hmm. about legalising drugs. It was the house that got shot at basically so it was like no let's get rid of that maybe we'll just get rid of that yeah it would have been great to be able to just kind of stay in it for a while because it like it was safe do you know what i mean Mm -hmm. it wasn't like all that that history was in years ago but i would have loved that and to to this day i was like i i do be kind of like i probably have my house by now if i did that do you know if i was able to live there but i completely understand why they wanted to get rid of it but in saying that I have drove past it a couple of times and the family that are living in it really appreciate it. Oh, really? Do okay. Lovely, do you know what I mean? Because yeah. I actually think it went back to the corporation. And so it is. A, it went into social housing. So it's oh. somebody who got it through social true housing. Through social housing, which is but nice. she's... Yeah. Um, as far as... Like, this is through the grapevine now, do you know what I mean? We wouldn't really know that many neighbours that are still on that road or whatever, but this is through the grapevine that her dad's a builder. He was able to go in and do loads of bits to it. Yeah. So she's really making the most of it, which I'm really happy to hear that as well, that she's looking after as well. Yeah, well, there there is that. Like, I mean, it was... I think it was uh, two doctors that moved into that yeah. house. But it's just like... I don't know. It's just the way that they redid it that just makes me really upset. Like, I mean, I can't. Like, it's just there was just Probably so lovely many. people. Oh, really nice people. Yeah. And their kids are fabulous. And I'm so glad because the garden's huge. And I like yeah, you know yeah, that yeah. kids kids were made for that garden kind of thing. Um, but I'm just fuming. Yeah. <laughs> just kind of fuming. It's not mine really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big fucking massive five bed. Kind of fuming. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. yeah. Just fuming that me and Tom can't just move into this massive gap yeah. and be like, oh hi guys. Yeah, I'm really sorry to all the cousins, but this is mine now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure they'd be fucking shoved. They'd yeah. be like, fuck off. <laughs> oh, right. Oh, this is a good one. I moved to Dublin seven years ago and was paying 400 euro in rent. I'm still in the same apartment, but now I pay 850 in rent for the same room. So I decided enough is enough. I want my own place. I'm quite fortunate at 29 to have a great career to date and earn a six figure salary. Ooh. Wow. Are you single? <laughs> it's a no, man, no. isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Even if it was a girl, girl yeah. I don't give a shite. Are still. you single? You're still. on six figures. No, yeah. 
I thought I'd be the golden mortgage applicant with regular savings and consistent rent payments. That is true. I had regular savings, but my job took me to New York on second mint for three months. I had more than my 10% deposit saved and decided to enjoy my time in New York and stall my savings for three months. Dead right chicken. When I came back, two banks refused my application because in the most recent six months, I had only saved for three to six months, even though I had seven year savings and more than I needed for the deposit. Did you get that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I went back to square one and I saved for another six months, saw an apartment I fell in love. Went sale agreed and the seller pulled out because they said they couldn't, they could make more cash by continuing to rent. My mortgage in principle has now expired and I need to go through the application process again. It's beyond tedious and invasive and although I'm on a good salary, the cost of an apartment in the city centre, in, in both centre, is still beyond 3.5 times my salary. Mm. At this stage, I feel like I'll have saved enough to buy a house with cash before I get the application approved and close on a property. You probably yeah, will. You probably will, yeah. I also think the rental regulations are causing issues. To me, it seems that landlords are kicking out tenants and selling the property to then repost as rentals to avoid the cap of 4% rental increases every two years. Not sure if this gives a full picture of everything, but we'll be happy to answer any questions before you record on Wednesday. Keep the great work up. Also, shout out to the newly built apartments in Balls Bridge, costing 850 grand for a one bed. What? Oh my God. Jesus Christ. Like, I thought around here was bad because you're looking at, like, I mean, top tier, you're looking at, like, 500, 600K for a two bed. But, like, a lot of the two bed, two bed apartments around here start at, like, 350 or something. Yeah. Which I think is fucking a scandal. Yeah. (laughs) A scandal. She's gone a loco talking about a scandal. Yeah. Um, Yeah, no, that's crazy. D4 Ballsbridge City Centre is fucking mental. Mad. Isn't it? But it's so unfortunate. Like, look at how well this person is doing for themselves, earning six figures. L- such a good human. Yeah, like a great, like, solid human. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Not that like, we're not all so solid humans. Fucking obvious what's after happening there, but they still, it's still not good enough for them. Like, do you know what I mean? And it must be heartbreaking, especially, you know, how tough it is to save and to kind of keep yourself sane while you're saving. Yeah. Because everything is like money conscious, isn't it? And like I'm, I'm quite like in the mindset of like I hate I hate the fact that my life is manipulated by money. Yeah. Like I I'm not a very money motivated girl. I'm not that kind of. I'm just not. I'm just as you can probably fucking tell from my Instagram. I'm just not that kind of gal. Mm. But it just kills my soul because it really does become like down to that. Like you can't. Will we go out? No, we don't want. Yeah. Will we do this? No, we won't. You come obsessed with like the money that's coming into your pocket and then going out as well and it's it's a horrible way to have to be but why is it that it just seems that ireland is the only fucking place doesn't it ireland and america i think are in the same sitch america's different i do find because like i was talking to my aunt about this my aunt lives over in washington and my youngest cousin is 23 and he is on a whopper salary because over there you, he just buy medical or something mad shit like that anyway him and his bird basically do the same kind of thing but they're on whopper salaries because yeah. over there for some reason you just get on whopper salaries um obviously you work very hard for them but you know what i mean yeah. and they are renting for a year but their rent is like <laughs> i think they're renting 15 minutes outside dc it's on a train line and their rent for a one and a half bed I'm going to say because you could barely fit a bed in the second bedroom it's like 3k a month wow and she just thinks it's madness because she's a lovely big house 
30 minutes outside yeah. that he used to commute to all the time because he went to school in DC anyway. 30 minutes outside the centre. But he had the basement to himself. And the basement has a bedroom, a kitchen, a TV room. It has a like gaming corner. It has its own bathroom. Basically like having your own fucking flat underneath. Mm. So she just thought it was mad that they decided to do the renting thing. But he was just like, I just want to get away from my family for a bit. Yeah, yeah. And to kind of decide if this is what we're going to do. But she's just a bit like, how are you going to save and also do that? Yeah. But the reasons why I think the rents are so high over there is because their salaries are so much bigger. Yeah. Like they start at a much larger salary. Like a lot of starter jobs over there from like if you're coming straight out of a like a degree or something like that. Yeah. You're starting on 50, 60. Yeah. Yeah, no, it does make sense. And to, it was only announced today, actually, that the livable wage has risen because of the housing crisis in Ireland. So the livable wage now, technically, and I still think it's very low, is twelve thirty an hour. That's that's that, really low for fucking really Ireland. It's really low that's for Ireland. Like, it is. I don't know where they pulled that out of. Um, like San Francisco's it, sixteen dollars an hour now. Is it? Because like, it's so fucking expensive to live in San Francisco. But, but the people that were, yeah, I don't know who was getting interviewed on the radio, but they were the ones saying, listen, this livable wage would have actually gone down if rents weren't so fucking high. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But the re- livable wage is actually going up now. But the thing about it is, employers don't think about shit like that. Like, say, say for instance, I was earning 12 30 an hour, mm-hmm. like, for, for, say for the last couple of years. Now that that's the livable wage, i.e., nearly you know you kind of need to be earning that to be able to live yeah and that's the whole idea of it being a living wage but my boss is like this is theoretical now but my bosses aren't going to turn around and go oh jen hatton's only she's on 12 13 hour she's already been on that maybe we should should, maybe we should hike that up a bit yeah they're not gonna be like let me give you an extra euro an hour fucking hope that's the thing and that's what's so unfair about it because i feel like Everybody's wage went down in the recession and it just It didn't come back up exactly. Back it up. hasn't come back up. No. And like the the employers are getting away with fucking more. So are the landlords. Yeah. It's just in how how is it like the working normal people and like the disadvantaged are like just consistently fucked over? Oh, it uh is the are this is an unpopular opinion. Well. Are the disadvantaged fucked fucked over though? I really don't think that they are, Carla. I know too many people who have never worked a day in their lives and they're all living in their forever home because it was handed to them. See, I don't know anything about that. You see, I know too many people who that's happened to. This is what I find is even... Now, like that, I'm not tarring everybody with the same brush here. Do you know what I mean? Like, you, you will often hear of like, oh, this happened to this person. They got handed out. They never work. And you do. You think of somebody who was on Jeremy Kyle. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not tearing anybody <clears throat> with the same brush here. But it does seem very unfair. I'll just give you an example, right? I, I know a girl who, first of all, she was renting. She didn't work. Mm-hmm. She was renting. Got most of her rent paid for her. Mm-hmm. By, it was called rent allowance at the time now it's called HAP um, then the landlord decided that they wanted to sell the apartment Yeah. and I probably would have been kind of okay with it well not, not that not me not being okay do you know, you know yeah, what I'm trying yeah, to say yeah, I, yeah. I kind of would have understood more if she had actually looked for somewhere else but she didn't her first thing that she said was right well I'm just going to declare myself homeless I'm going to live in a hotel for a year and I'm going to get me forever home. And that's exactly what happened. 
That was less than two years ago. So how how do other homeless people struggle so much with housing then? I don't know. That this is the thing. Like, and is it like one of these why, who you know kind of situations? No, I don't know. I know it's definitely not. Like she she was through the ringer, and some of the stories that are, you you'd hear from her situation and the different people that were staying in the hotels and that it's not a nice situation to be in. Yeah. Um. And like she had, she had a dependent as well at the time, very young dependent, and the child was kind of coming out with statements, and it was like, where did that child even pick that up from? Okay, just, yeah. Do you know what I mean? You're like, sorry, it was, it who was, have you been around? Yeah, it was because of the situation that they were in, but like the fact that she was getting most of her rent paid for her in the first place, and I know that they can, like landlords, they can't legally advertise that there's no half or social welfare payment allowed but realistically if you go to view a house if you even get to speak to the landlord or the estate agent they can still make the decision just not tell you it's because you're on social welfare yeah. do you know what I mean even though I feel like that's a I bit think more it's, I think it's more secure so do I yeah because yeah. it's always going to be there Yeah. but I will rebuttal you on it because I will say what that year like what did it cost your sanity in that hotel it, I, it's and that, I don't like, know it's like, like I didn't... imagine somebody told you you're gonna get your forever home but you're gonna be for one whole year for 12 months you're gonna be on edge anxious you're not gonna be able to control a lot of your life I just don't know so maybe she deserves her fucking forever home is what I'm trying to say I mean I just agree with you on that yeah I just feel like she never really did that for it and she was given it yeah, but like I do feel like with with the housing crisis as well, I think that it plays a lot into mental health and I think it plays a lot into like mental stability because in all fairness, it's driving me up the fucking wall. I know yeah. it's driving you up the wall. Yeah. I can only imagine how like hopeless it is for like a 40,000 euro together income yeah. that are trying to basically not live in fucking the back arse of nowhere. Mm be commutable have kids all that other kind of stuff like that plays on your sanity yeah. I do feel like sometimes obviously you know the situation more than I do but I do feel like sometimes like what, like how far are we willing to go to like sacrifice our memories and her child will always remember that yeah I know a I know. year in a fucking hotel like. listen I don't fucking begrudge yeah. the child of it. I'm oh delighted God, yeah. that the child is in a much yeah. more secure position secure, yeah. oh no I'd never take that mm. away it was just her decision at the time pissed me off because I was like if I wanted to be in her position if I wanted to get a house like that and be guaranteed a house in literally on you don't know how fucking great this location is where she's living now like it's fucking ideal I know that if I wanted that I would have to literally sell my soul to the devil yeah do you know what I mean? And I've been working literally since the day I left yeah. school. I, I'm still working in the place where I did my work experience. They offered me a job after I finished school. Literally have not stopped for a fucking hot day. Yeah. And I'm in the position that I'm in. Now, I should have been saving. I know that. I, but. The thing is, like, but at the same time, look at the other end of the scale. Look at people who haven't worked since they left school. And look, they're in a much better position than I am. But that's that's it, isn't it? Like, it's that kind of split. But also, I think people that don't try in life will always end up lesser than you in life. You know what I mean? 
it doesn't matter what way it'll come around to you it doesn't matter like they might have got lucky with this they'll get very unlucky with something else do you get me I do feel like it'll come back I get it as far as housing goes that's a huge thing yeah no it's not even about that I don't even like I, I don't take anything away from the girl's personality or anything mm-hmm. like that or like I'm delighted that her and our child have the, yeah. the forever home now and that they have that stability like I said I'd never begrudge them of it it just when you compare the two situations and the two like they're, they're just the two situations and what I've done over the past 14 years and what she's done over the fa- past 14 years and where we are now it's a bit it's a sh- it's, shy it's unfair like. but then at the same time I've always been a saver like I've broke my bollocks saving and all this other stuff and mm. I've watched many people get handed stuff to them that I'd love to be handed oh yeah it's the same as like inheritance and stuff yeah, like exactly. that it is the same you know and that's of. coming from somebody who's gotten inheritance before yeah. you know so like it is kind of it's just when the country the people who are running the country are doing this yeah as opposed to like a rich auntie yeah <laughs> do you know what I mean do you know what I mean yeah you're not wrong it is it's when you see that it's like well in fairness you could be doing a lot more to help the people who have been working at it and just aren't getting a fucking break but I also will say that and again we could go back and forth about this for ages I will say that like we're comparing to surface level situations oh absolutely and it's so much more complex yeah. than, than and that it could, and it, there just could be like as, as I said like these things tend to happen for the disadvantaged for a reason yeah and whether it pays off now or pays off later in life or something goes cracked for them as I was saying about the whole year in a hotel and all that other kind oh, no, of stuff yeah, I wouldn't Jesus I wouldn't say like I'm not enjoying myself living in my ma's for no, what I hope not. is only going to be a year so I can yeah. only fucking imagine that situation and like that don't take anything away from that person it's just when you look at the key aspects of the differences between the two of us and where we are now it just seems very unfair now I will full disclaim say if I had been smart and if I had been saving, do you know what I mean? I'm like, gonna bring this I could back. be in the same fucking position that she is. I could be in my home. I I'm going to bring this straight back. And I know we're all going to be like, wow, Carla, really education again. But that is to do with education. And if we had only like, stop teaching me about fucking Pythagoras theorem. the Pythagoras theorem <laughs> and what the square root of pi is and just do one hour a week on like financial stability yeah how to pay your taxes what you should be looking for earlier on in life how much you should be saving out of every paycheck i remember hearing a thing and it's like you should be going up in five percent increase every year in your salary (laughs) and that's apparently that's Uh, like i wish that's more like um what you call it's more like stability to you than anybody who's just gone from like a 20 grand job to a 40 grand job to a you know what i mean Mm. they're saying that your your salary if you to do basically like now again it's a fucking American saying and obviously over there things are different but mm. it is kind of one of those things you should be looking at a 3-5% to 5% increase in your salary every year mm. for you to kind of feel like you're progressing as far as money goes Yeah. but there you go it's Ireland so I have another one here this is actually very interesting I'm like this is very interesting this is very interesting this one's interesting these are all so fucking interesting what can I say hey gals just listening to the latest podcast on the housing crisis just my two cents I'm 24 and I actually work in a bank and it's made me realise that a mortgage is so out of reach for me it's so upsetting I've been with my partner five years and we're both still at home we put away 800 a month but we still don't earn enough to get a decent mortgage the houses being built are not affordable at all all three to four bed houses for mostly second time buyers. Absolutely love the podcast. Keep it the good work. Thanks, babes. Thank you. Now, wow. That's where my cousin lit works at Fairbank. Now she's um she doesn't work for them anymore, but she was the exact same. 
it's funny that she was working in a bank and couldn't afford, afford a mortgage. It is crazy, so isn't weird. it? Like, it is mental. And you I would think that a bank would pay it enough to be able to afford a mortgage. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's very strange. It is um, crazy, but I think also what she said about people the houses that are being built are all three to four beds. Yeah. Me and Tom don't need a fucking three to four bed. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But at the same time, we don't want to live in a fucking apartment. It's just not our kind of vibe. Yeah. And I also don't like, I mean, this, I'm like, and I don't want to do this and I don't want to do that. But I just do think it's fucking like, it's, it's, it's heartbreaking. Yeah. Again, like time is, or sorry, life is all about time and how much time you have. And like, the problem is with commuting is that you're adding time onto every single thing that yeah. you do. Like yeah. it doesn't matter what the fuck it is. You're literally adding like. Oh, come here, I fall. You, you, you're preaching to the fucking choir here. I lived in Summer Hill, out beside train yeah. for three yeah. hour for three hours, for three uh, years, and I had to add an hour on to every single thing that I was doing. That's two hours out of my day before I even fucking That's did. Before you even blink. It yeah. was crazy, and the prices out there are now on par with Dublin I know it's mad that isn't it's, it like you'd have to go further again mm-hmm. do you know what I mean you're talking about living out in Kells or Cavan before you're you're looking at something that you could actually afford and even Adam said to me the other day because one of his cousins just bought in Cavan and he just keeps saying it to me about like oh he just bought Cavan 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 and you're like I'm not, I'm going, not going, going to Cavan I'd like, rather no. a fucking I couldn't deal with Summer Hill I wouldn't yeah. be able to <laughs> live in Cavan yeah like do you know what I mean yeah, and Summer it's Hill, too far away from your family Jesus Christ like Summer Hill was 25 minutes yeah Cavan's like 50 I've counted 50, 55 that's only fucking BJD that's only Bally Jane stuff do you know what I mean Bally that's only edge of fucking cabin yeah. some people from cabin wouldn't even call Bally James Duff cabin yeah there you go do you know what I mean I just I, I can't be dealing and she's so right about the what I was saying last week and I don't think I actually reiterated it the way that I was supposed to she was saying about the second time houses second hand houses so basically you know what that helps buy scheme mm-hmm. you can only buy a new build so yeah. you're stuck buying either a little box of a two bed mm-hmm. with no garden whatsoever yeah or you're stuck buying a three or four bed, yeah. which is more than likely going to be out of your reach now. They'll give you up to 20 grand towards your deposit if you qualify, yeah. up to. Now, that could mean five grand. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? They might do that, or... Which in the grand scheme for, of things, five grand is absolutely fuck, fuck all. Yeah, like, fuck yeah. All. yeah. So you either have that choice, or you have the other choice, is that you could go to rebuild in Ireland, but you have to be like told no by a bank twice. So you yeah. risk actually getting a mortgage yeah. off a bank for a second time build, mm-hmm. but you have to build up the whole deposit. Like whichever situation you choose, if you can't afford a new build, you're fucked either way. I was about to say, you go to this wall and you're fucked. You yeah, go to this go wall to and you're fucked. And you're fucked. Yeah. Like it, it, they're, they're letting on that they're helping you. And I was like, oh yeah, those schemes are great. Yeah, they're fucking great. But the more you think about them, it's like, yeah, well, if you can't these, these schemes aren't so great. They're not so great, guys. Because like, they, they could give you up to 20 grand of a deposit on a house that you can't afford. Or you can save the whole fucking thing. Like the whole deposit yourself, which is going to take you at least another year. Mm-hmm. And then a bank... Like, oh, it's just... It's, it's crazy, yeah. I'm getting annoyed again. Well, <laughs> you're not going to love what I have to say to you now. <laughs> so, hi, Jen and Carla. We've been trying to buy our council house for over a year now. We initially applied back in 2018 after jumping through hoops for a council. 15 months later, we refused on a difference of €26 euro per week. 
This difference was between the mortgage and our current rent and savings. We went back to them asking why at the time of application we were offered a higher loan than we were looking for, yet at the end of the application process they maintained that we couldn't cover the actual mortgage. We're very lucky to have no loans, credit cards or HP on cards. What's HP mean? Higher purchase. Oh, right. What does that mean? Flexi rent like a loan. Oh, like a like finance. Yeah, finance. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And we are lucky enough to always have money in the bank before payday at the end of the month. We went back to the council to appeal the decision. They received the appeal on the twentieth of February, twenty nineteen, and still as of today, we have not received an update on the appeal. This system was put in place to help families, but their council to buy their council house. Yet they don't appear to want to help the families with members receiving a wage and the other on a disability benefit to secure a home for their children. I'm sick of feeling that even though I have a great job and a very good wage, over 30k, I'm not good enough to get a mortgage, even through the council. It's so disheartening. Oh, God. I, I like, don't know how Heartbreaking. Even... They just want... Like, that's another thing. I'm like, just fucking let them buy the house that they're yeah. in. They're in the fucking thing. They're there. Tw- they're happy. Tw- they're chilling, you know? It's like, the difference of 26 euro. 26 euro, which is what? Me. Like, a hundred and... It's probably like 120 a month. That's ridiculous. Which is, honestly, not a lot. It's not a lot. It, uh, oh, I'm actually so fucking annoyed for you. That's so unfair, isn't it? And it's just the way that the country is. This is the thing. And the fucking councils and the government. Fuck the government. <laughs> Fuck the government. Fuck, Fuck you, you Leo. Fuck you. Blood you. Sick, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, on the flip side of the scales. Okay. Hey guys, love the podcasts. We are landlords, husband and myself, and in social circles, I'm almost afraid to say it because of the lynching I will get from people who don't really have a clue about how it works. Oh. Much like your podcast today, people have a very one-sided view of how it works and landlords all over are made out to be money-grabbing, cold-hearted villains. People who rely on the quote-unquote system or have never been self-employed have a real entitled view and have no idea how much a self-employed person had to sacrifice in order to run a legit business company. We are farming, he's self-employed and I'm a stay-at-home mum. Mostly by choice, but in reality, the hours he works and the amount I need to be on hand in the farm would make it very difficult. We have recently made a few small apartments, made a few small apartments that rent out to supplement the farm. Landlords can have an income of 14 grand a year, tax free, 270 a week. People on the dole don't get much. People on the dole don't get much also less tax free. Every cent after that is taxed at a whopping 62%. Wow. Wow, that's made up of unearned income tax as we're not going out physically working for that money and the rest is standard USC. It actually boils my blood when I hear someone say, ooh, the landlord gets 1,200 a month into his hands. Sure, he's rolling in it. It's such an uneducated jump on the bandwagon type comment that nobody takes into consideration. One, paying 62% tax on any decent earnings you make. Two, the property that is probably owed on the property, the mortgage that's probably owed on the property. Three, paying insurance. Four, solicitors for contacts. Five, accountants to keeping taxman from the door. Six, dealing with rude entitled tenants who have more rights to the property than the landlord does. Six, while said tenants will benefit from dull job seekers, medical card, uh, 50C prescriptions. What, 50 cent prescriptions? Oh. Uh, well, GMS uh, medical card prescriptions, you only pay two euro per item. It used to be just 50 cent though. Ah, very good. Actic, actic, if they need it. We get nothing from the government in the way support we need it, although we have paid so much more tax than in any normal working person would have had. We don't even get an old age pension when we turn 66. What we are getting now from the rent is disabilities in our old age, and God forbid... Oh, sorry. And God forbid something happens now to us or our kids. That means that we can't farm. It really hurts to hear people begrudge us of that ability to support our family when they choose to be ignorant around what landlords are liable for, when in reality, as long as their tax is that high... Then we have no choice to pass 
than to pass it on to the tenant. I hope this makes sense. I just want to give another view on the topic. Thanks for entertaining us. That wow. Is a very I good learned. Point. So did I. Every day is a school day. And I was, well, I wasn't. At the start, everyone's like. <laughs> and then by the end, I was like. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, considering that I was in that exact position, not as a tenant, I'm not in receipt of any social welfare payment. <laughs> the username is that my old landlord? Oh my god! <laughs> Show me that. Hang on. Oh, it's a WhatsApp. Oh my god, that'd be so. Oh my god, funny. I need to check my phone book. Um, <laughs> is that my old landlord? Is that you? My landlord. Um, now that I every day is a skill day because that's what I was thinking. I actually said in the last podcast, it was like it was so ironic that the landlord was like oh you'd be better off getting a mortgage because I was like you are literally the person who's opened the rent but like that you don't think of you don't think of those kind of things uh, yeah well I'm gonna be completely honest here what I thought was there's no mortgage on that house build it yeah that's completely paid off uh probably rolling in it being a farmer yeah everybody thinks that too yeah yeah um that's a valid point just pocket money for whoever in the family like one of the kids or the wife or something like that so yeah now the fact that me and adam work full time we're not like that we're not getting like we don't have a medical card we don't even have a gp visit card i think we earn like 15 euro too much for a gp visit card you know lucky that kind you, of yeah lucky you Um, even though the doctor's 55 <laughs> so like we we work full time and we felt like our wage was basically going on rent and bills so it's interesting to hear that side of the story mm. because we did kind of, especially when the rent was getting upped for this, yeah. you know what I mean? Especially in that situation where it's like, why, what, how much more do you want from us? Like, what what else can we physically do? Do you know what I mean? What the fuck else are you going to ask for next? Do you know what I mean? So it is interesting to hear that side of yeah, the story. Yeah, exactly. Also, check the number. It's not my old landlord. Oh, unfortunately. <laughs> no, <laughs> don't say that because I do want to feel sorry for them. <laughs> yeah, I suppose it's true. And again, it is by it is per situation now. I know there's oh, many, yeah. many money they could grabbers be out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah there could, they could be totally fine. Like, inherit it all of the crack. Yeah. So we have another quick one here. Just to let you know, you can help. You can get help to buy and rebuild Ireland together. Can you? Mm-hmm. How does that work, though? I will ask. <laughs> because um, the help to buy has to be on a first time build, whereas rebuild in Ireland, you can buy a second hand <coughs> home. Maybe it's I've just asked. you can get rebuilding on a first time home. I have if... asked and I'll post the answer on the Oh yeah, Instagram that's really stories. interesting. I'd love to know that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, the, the two of them are government back schemes, so like I can't see why they wouldn't be so that would be good like to be able to get your bit towards your deposit and then if you get told no twice by the bank it still goes to them yeah you're essentially getting a mortgage off the council or whatever the, the government the fucking government the government fuck the, fuck the government you're probably just li- you're probably just literally headlocked in for a first time bill that's probably the only thing with that mm-hmm. so we've another one Mm-hmm. I'm a single parent with two small kids and I had been renting but I just couldn't afford it anymore so I moved home long story short my mum decided to help me build an eco-friendly log cabin in her land behind the family home without planning which I know we shouldn't have done but for various reasons I needed to be out of the family home the county council found out about this and have been fighting me for the last while to take my home down I'm a single parent parent, parent who has never been on the housing list so if I have to take this down I will be homeless I've never asked for anything from them, but now I basically have to sign on the list and hope to God that somehow I've something before they make me rip down the log cabin. 
It doesn't make sense when Ireland had such a housing problem and I did this without asking for a house from the government and doing it from our own money and our private land. I'd love to know the reason why they're asking her to rip it down. No, plan of permission. You don't need, I don't think you need it over a certain level. Really? But like there's certain extensions you can put on the back of your house without getting planning permission. Really? Because yeah. it, like, I suppose it just depends on the area though, Jen, because I know people who have had to get planning permission for like a, a bare a conservatory. Porch, probably, like yeah. basically like a fucking extension. Right, okay. You yeah, know? well then it does depend because there's, like I know plenty of people who have built extensions on the back of their homes, literally blocking out other people's sunlight and they haven't yeah. had to get it. I think it might just be that I'm not oh Jesus Christ sorry nearly just fucking voice noted you back <laughs> um, I don't think every situation is the same I don't to be honest as far as planning permission goes I know it's a very sketchy complicated yeah, yeah, yeah. gaff mm. or a complicated situation as far as that goes I'm in two minds I'm going to play devil's advocate I do feel like if they got away with this what's to stop everyone doing it yeah and then you're going to have landlords doing and then, it as well yeah. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I have this kind of, it's almost like a rolling effect. So I can see why they kick up a fuss about it. But I do feel like maybe they should be granted, the, do you get me? They should be granted to keep it. In the but interim I don't feel like of this housing crisis. In the interim of her particular situation. And the fact that she's family. She's yes. not. Yeah, it's not like some fucking randomer that's just cruised onto the land being like, "Hey, please, like what's up?" Like, yeah, yeah. But I do feel like, obviously, in this case, it could it could be like, yeah, uh, you know. But again, rules are rules for a reason, of course. But what's to stop them from? Okay, right, rip down your log log cabin, go out and buy a fucking mobile home, put it in the exact same spot. They're not going to be asked to rip that down. True. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I know, and I only say this because years ago. My auntie and uncle lived, they called it a chalet. It was essentially a mobile home. Yeah. In the back of her mom's, her mom's back garden in Finglas. That was that's, such an old school t- thing to do, wasn't that's it? That's where like, they lived, yeah. That's where they lived when they were saving for the house. Now they did do their saving and they ended up buying a house around the corner. Mm-hmm. But like they, I don't feel, I must, I must ask them, but I don't think that they would have ever been asked to, I think the chalet is still there. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Nobody's going to ask them to rip it down, but because it's not a built yeah I suppose it's not a built thing so I mean it could be mobile if it needed to be mobile yeah yeah you know you wonder you'd wonder Mm, I'm I'm sorry about that situation now because it does seem like a good idea in the end we actually spoke about that me and my mum and she was like ask the fucking 20 grand it cost you to build it she'd have your deposit so do you know all that kind of crack absolutely they do seem like good if you have no other option they do seem like a good thing but obviously look into your planning permission 
Well, she did say in her text, she knows she she knows she shouldn't have done it. Yeah. So there must have been something there. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, like unfortunately, but sure, here, listen. I just don't understand. What's the difference between that and a cement shed? Yeah, I, d- I don't know. Like, you d- you never know. Like, again, we're just taking... This is just what we've been typed in. So we don't know the size. That's we don't true. know, we the, don't know yeah. the height. Yeah. We don't but know the weight. It could be a three-story fucking... Yeah, <laughs> my log cabin is like fucking... <laughs> five and, uh, beds. And uh, we don't mean to take the piss or anything, but like, <laughs> we're just kind of speculating because we're not too sure of the thing. We don't want to sound... In fact, ignorant. I'd love your log cabin. Yeah, I'd like... Yeah, I'll move At in. At this point, you. I'd like anything. I'll move in. <laughs> yeah, I'll move in. So I'm so happy this topic is getting spoke about. I was renting a house for 12 years and my landlord wanted it back last September. My son is 13 tomorrow. My daughter is four. I was getting rent allowance, but because I worked a couple of hours a day, they cut my payments and my rent was 600 monthly out of my own pocket. That didn't give me much money to save for a house and take care of bills, skills and everything else. I'm on the housing list 13 years now. and I've never, ever, ever been offered a place. I'm currently living in my uncle's one bed apartment with my two kids and we sleep in the sitting room. Oh. I'm over with DCC every week and they just brush me off. I know plenty of people that have been housed before me and every time I say to DCC, they say my case is different because I have a home. I actually don't. I actually know people where their kids are babies and they've gotten places. I don't have a home. I don't have a home. Myself and the kids have no lives since last September. It's hell. So this is basically like what I was saying earlier on. I would imagine, listener, if, you declared yourself homeless and moved into a hotel with your two kids which you obviously don't want to do and I don't blame you you'd probably be given a house quicker that's the thing but there's nothing stopping somebody saying ah sad have nowhere to go even though the person that I know has family has Mm. had somewhere to go yeah but made the decision the conscious decision to go declare themselves homeless move into the hotel you know and I'm making it sound as easy as piss she could have it could have been a huge decision for her but this mm-hmm. is it's just what happened but I would say if you and I'm not telling you to do that obviously but, but if you did move into a hotel but that's what a lot of people are doing and they're doing it because people are getting houses it's just very easy for them to do but it's terrible that their class and you living in your uncle's sitting room in his one bedroom apartment as that being a a suitable home for a f- what she say 13 years and four years mm-hmm. that's ridiculous like I think like again this goes back to what I was saying earlier about like your mental health like how how helpless do you have to feel yeah that's for someone to how, fucking listen how fucking how bad like of a how bad of a situation do you have to get to the brink of like you think you might like because I know for a fact like I know we moan and I know I'm like I'm in my dad's back room but I'm fucking very lucky like I'm absolutely blessed I'm like sitting in a nice house I'm you know surrounded by you know people that don't mind that I'm there and don't mind that my fellas here either yeah and I totally get that but again it's it it just goes back to that whole kind of thing that it's like what is a year of your mental health worth Mm. to feel that hopeless every single day to feel like you don't know when it's going to happen and especially if she's been at that a year now how is she going to feel in two years if it hasn't happened? Since September, yeah. You're just not going to think that it's ever going to happen for you. Mm. You know? And oh, then would, that's, yeah. that's even worse. And then the thing is as well, say for somebody like her who is a single mother, mm-hmm. she, what she say? She was getting rent allowance and then it got cut back because she started working. Because she started working hours. a few days. Yeah. Like, let people get on their fucking feet before you start doing that. That's what I don't understand. And again, I think it's just because they're like, well, rails are rails. And if one person tries to do this and if another person yeah. tries to do that and if this happens and that happens and th- I'd like, you literally want to put a bullet yeah. in your head. Now, in fairness, I can see the other side of the spectrum that if you heard 
somebody who was on social welfare for whatever reason and mm-hmm. um, who was working was still getting kind of payments and stuff like that or didn't get their social welfare cut there would be uproar about that you understand it but like that it's down to the individual situation like let that girl get back on her feet yeah before there's just no support is yeah, there there's it, absolutely no fucking support like, like there's sh- it's yes or no there's no grey area yeah. over here and that's where people are really struggling that kind of feels like she's between a rock and a hard place yeah. she could be on social welfare a full social welfare costing the government or the council or whatever amount of money and have that situation but she obviously wants to work mm-hmm. so she goes out and gets work and she gets penalised for it before she yeah. can even get on before her fucking feet before she can even feet. breathe like, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah. oh, it's kind of, oh, I don't know. I don't know, it's a, it's a fucking mad one. I anyway. fucking, it does me bleeding head in. Here's a different kind of one. Just a bit more on the positive side, I will say. Myself and my husband bought our house three years. I was 25, he was 27, and in the middle of studying part-time for a degree and working full-time. We stayed living at home. I lived in his mum's and stayed in my own mum's one or two nights. We paid rent to both of them, saved our arses off, and never rented. We paid 140k. It's an old house and we absolutely love it and we're so, so, so happy because the years before buying were stressful being at home and saving. We got married last year and coming home to our own four walls was very lovely. So many of our friends haven't bought a house. They either come in and look down their noses as our house is in a new build or are holding out for social housing because that's what they're entitled to. (laughs) That's fair enough. People are entitled to whatever, but I would rather see people actually in need of these schemes availing of them rather than people not arse and having more and more kids just go up on the lists. Mm. There's also snobbery, like I say of people only wanting new builds and for a forever home would my house be our forever home i'm not sure at the moment yes it is but we will if we have kids maybe we'll outgrow it who knows but at the same time beggars can't be choosers we could have afforded a house with worth 270k but thought fuck that why would we tie a noose around our neck when we want to enjoy life whereas others almost take out these larger mortgages just to say they can afford it but really they are struggling why are we not living in our means and enjoying our lives why do we have to prove how much money we have to people? It's crazy. On a side note, my advice to anyone would be not to rent if all possible. Our mortgage is five ninety a month. Wow. The two of them. There are houses on our road for rent seventeen hundred a month. It's crazy, isn't it? That is fucking daylight robbery in my opinion, and I wish I could tell those people renting those houses that they're being robbed. And to be honest, it's just feckin' horrible. People need or people taking advantage of people in need. Yeah. So a few sections to this. As far as forever homes going, I don't. I think Forever Home is just such a fucking like it's a like it's a Lottie Dottie situation or it's a Lottie Dottie statement I feel because you don't know what your Forever Home is until you move into that home mm. like my mum and dad never expected that this was going to be their Forever Home when they bought the house they always thought they'd end up living somewhere else right things just happen life yeah. happens and you just move on and I just feel like you can't really have snobbery and especially when you go into buying a house you should never go into a house being like this isn't going to be our forever home. Oh no, definitely You know, not. you can't be like I'm just going to buy this and this because what happens like what could happen you could fall pregnant this like loads mm. of other things could happen somebody could be in an accident somebody could not be able to work anymore somebody could lose their job and find it really difficult to get another one. Mm. Like there's so many what ifs so I will say just if anybody has that mentality of buying somewhere and being like it's not my forever home maybe think about it differently it's, it's so funny because when i talk about buying a house i say forever home meaning that's going to be the house that i own my first I, maybe i should be saying first home but like i am going into it with that mentality that this is our home now this yeah. is unless something happens this is our forever home. yeah this is our home like i can't you know believe I mean? we're buying our house yeah like yeah. this is our happy ever after this is what but then mean? at the same time i will say to people that are feeling just a little bit shitty about like being separated from their families 
it isn't forever either. Like, mm. if there's enough will, you'll find loads of positives about where you're going and, like, where you are. Just like there is with everywhere, you know? Mm. You'll find so many positives about where you are and then you'll also find negatives about where it is. Mm. But you kind of have to have that opinion that, like, you know, if you don't want it to be a forever home, maybe it won't be. Yeah, yeah. You know? So it is, it's kind of, again, it's a tough mental state to be in because you don't want to go in and be like, I'll get these for now. I really want the Converse, but I'll get these six euro pennies runners and they'll be fine. <laughs> Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And then you end up loving your pennies runners. Yeah. You fucking wear them everywhere. Mm. Your favourite pair of shoes. Do you know what? I actually wish that like we kind of I had this conversation with somebody before me and Adam made the decision to move to rent in Summerhill. Really? Because we went into it with that mentality, like. Really? Yeah. We were like, ah, oh, sure, look, it's the only house that'll take us. We'll move in. It's not forever. Yeah. We just really wanted out of the situations that we were in. Well, I was, yeah. I was living in my mom's. You wanted out, and that's fine. You're yeah, going to yeah. chase that out yeah. anyway. And we did say, like, at the time, we were like, you know, you know the way you go in with all these intentions. Like, oh, yeah, we'll, we'll rent there and we'll save. Not a fucking hope. Can you rent and save at the same time? Like, you're only kidding yourself. No, you think that that's I, gonna we're be not in that kind of country. We're, we're not, not in that kind no. of Like, unfortunately, it's we're not in that other. country. No. Yeah. And it's, I said it before and I'll say it again. It used to be that you'd rent because you couldn't afford a mortgage. And now it's the now complete it's opposite. Backwards. People are going for mortgages because they can't afford rent. Like, it's fucking disgraceful. It is. It's crazy. Hmm. And I do. But again, I, I will just say that whole kind of forever home. And also... I've never really seen any snobbery around new builds because again I no. I feel like new builds are stunning because they're new but you're also fucked on square footage and that's just that square you're not yeah. and parking and parking and garden and yeah. loads of other bits and bobs and the masters are never as big and no. all that other kind of shite so there is that but then I again I really don't understand the snobbery around new like new builds not Ireland's new builds no not done. Ireland's new builds where they're like um, we've just after see where there was that one house we're just going to put five in there just yeah. five of them five brand new ones but they'll be new bills unless if you're buying the fucking show house you're not doing well for yourself no don't be like gloating about it yeah exactly <laughs> so uh, yeah I was like, don't be like thinking that you're doing something other no now I do have a friend um, who bought like the, she bought a not new build what she called it like a, a normal house like I don't know yeah. it wasn't a new build anyway second home redid the whole thing because mm. it used to be uh, like a rented house, if you get me. So she, mm. I mean, tore the whole fucking thing up. Like mm. everything. We were painting the whole time. And she was like, would never do it again. <laughs> really? Would never, could never, will never do it again. Absolutely not. Under no circumstances. Whatever about running somewhere and maybe doing up a bedroom or doing up like changing the kitchen a bit. She was like, I will never do this again. Really? You, like, and I totally get it because it's, Two personalities. Me and Tom fucking argue about what colour couch we get. Yeah. Imagine arguing about what kind of tiles you're going to have. Yeah. Or what kind of bathroom layout. Or what way you're going to do, like what colours you're going to do the whole fucking house. You'd want to put a bullet in your brain. Well, you see By the that, end of it. But, I, and some people are like, that's the fun of it. It's the fun of it if one person's passive. <laughs> well, I feel like me and Adam's situation would be, I'm not saying like, we'd be so much better in that situation. But Adam is a painter and decorator. Yeah. And I have the eye for the old interior design. So yeah. I think we'd work well as a team. My dream would be to go into a house, a second hand home, with the bit of square footage, the great back yeah. garden, yeah. The, yeah. the actual driveway. Same, yeah. Oh, and you could park your car. I would love that. See, sometimes I'm like, I'd love that. And then other times I'm like, fuck that. And then like I find a gas when Tom's like, I'd love to build. And I'm like, you won't even pick a holiday fucking hotel. <laughs> It's true. Do you know, you act like every time that I pick a hotel that you're going to fucking purchase the whole thing. 
it's going to be like multi-block by Tom. And Do you know what I mean? Seven o'clock in the morning, he thinks he's fucking Dermot Bannon. Yeah, literally yeah. Dermot Bannon, exactly. <laughs> it's like, I'd love to build my own house. I'm like, and what's that going to look like? <laughs> yeah. Because you'd add on around nine things and before I know it, I'd have like a Megatron house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. With random arms and legs sticking out of it. Fucking this is where I put my knives. <laughs> this is where I put my pots and pans. <laughs> Everything, you push it and it comes out. <laughs> <laughs> I paid 50 extra grand for it, but I'm really happy I have it. I've got that boils the kettle <laughs> literally but it's kind of shit because it doesn't really work yeah. I've got the speaker that's built in but it doesn't actually work like doesn't fucking understand my accent yeah, <laughs> but it is so true oh, I think everybody's always like I'd love to build my own house yeah we fucking all would Everyone but reality would. is we're not gonna and where are you gonna build it as well do you want to yeah. move to the back house and nowhere because I fucking certainly don't do you want to go into scary back roads where there's gonna be a load of bodies with you yeah seriously nah yeah. <laughs> the answer is nah. nah absolutely nah <laughs> Right, um, we'll do maybe one or two more and then I think we'll wrap it up because I think uh, we're over. Too fucking annoyed. We're over, yeah, we're <laughs> over fucking, you know, we're over the thing. We're over it. So here do we go. Oh, this is a juicy one. Um, writing to you about the housing crisis topic. Myself and my boyfriend are both first time buyers working full time and looking for a home together. For most, for us, the most frustrating thing has been waiting for a mortgage approval and also dealing with the people wanting to sell their house. I would definitely suggest going to a mortgage advisor because they do all the work for you and liaise with the banks. We went to our mortgage advisor early 2019 and only a few days ago we got approval in principle. We found a house we love for a great price in a nice country village, both from Kildare and we want to stay in Kildare. But the couple selling the house has made it such a hassle. We put an offer in on this house in March and they won't budge on it because they're trying to sell another house they need to sell the two houses in order to buy their dream home and have had no offers or interest in the other house so they cannot sell us our one. Ah, that's so annoying. Oof, that's tough. At this stage, there'll be no movement until after the summer. It's so frustrating because myself and my boyfriend want to start our life together properly. We're both 24 and we have been together 6.5 years and we're both living at home trying to save. I'm unhappy in my job and I can't do anything about it until we have our home yeah, and our mortgage. Oof, 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 oof so hard to actually find a house that has a good energy rating for the for a good price in a decent yeah. area mm. we want to start a family so we're looking for a family home and it's incredibly difficult i know we're not nearly as badass as others our parents are so supportive and we're lucky to be at home saving but it's just so fucking frustrating we've started looking at other houses again now and the prices especially being in north kildare they're close to dublin prices unless you want to move to the middle or the south cannot sell cannot sell one to us until they have them both gone we're both 24, living at home, saving. I know a lot of people have it way worse. We're so lucky we're able to be at home and save, but we want to start our life living together. Sorry, rant over. Love the podcast. Use are both real. Uh, I think she was just summarising in that last message. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that is really annoying, though. <sighs> That's a tough one, isn't that, it? Actually, can I just say, first off, both 24, together yeah. 6.5 years, like enough there for a mortgage wanting to start a family you're on the fucking ball you're girl. on the ball I wish I was like that when I was 24 <laughs> seriously when I was 24 I was like how many holidays yeah. can I go and I get like, pissed on how Woo! many bottles of wicket can I get down in 10 minutes that's yeah. what I was like quite literally fucking fair play to you Jesus you really have your shit together yeah you are in actually a much better position <laughs> look at the two of us yeah <laughs> fucking pushing Sir, I'll be yeah. 30 this time 30. next year seriously yeah, no. Fuck. But, and it, I know it is though, and it, it's like that. It doesn't even matter the situation. It doesn't matter how lucky you are in comparison to others. Everybody has a problem around this. Yeah, it's funny, isn't it? It's, it's really like all annoying. these little things, and then I also feel shite about the fact that like they've to wait to sell their other home to get their dream home. Yeah. But then again, that would like if they sold you their home, 
where would that put them? But they have to go to a hotel, would they have to rent, you know, all that kind of stuff. And then they're sitting around waiting for their other home to be sold. But then would they not sell you that house and live in the other house? Yeah. Do you get me? Sure. And then sell that house while they're living in that house. Yeah. And then go and buy their fucking dream home. And I'll obviously... I think Forever it's a bit home. more complex than the two of us talking about. Yeah, me, me just taking the top line off yeah. and being like, simple, <laughs> figured it out. Send that back to them. They'll love it. Like, solved. Solved. Done. Brilliant. Next next yeah. problem. Let's and figure it out. It knock, like it knocks it on the head and then it actually, I mean, imagine the difference, right? And I know this is quite deep, but the difference it's going to make to their the rest of their lives yeah whether they get this house or have to go to look for another house and then the clock is ticking as well especially with the prices and houses going up yeah it's a really affecting this girl now do you know yeah. what i mean she's gonna have to look in the north kildare as well and i've done it before i underestimated the size of kildare kildare very is big. fucking yeah, it's enormous very big. very big so like going simply going to the what did she say the east the west or the south it's the big the fucking difference. Yeah, there is a massive difference, yeah. Kildare, Jesus Christ. Yeah, you're talking probably like an extra 30 minute commute. Oh my like, God, yeah. And it's so fucking, the, the traffic in Kildare is ridiculous. Oh, the traffic, but, uh, oh Jesus. Oh Jesus, no, I can't be dealing with Kildare. So but uh, yeah, no, I feel you. Oh, that's irritating. I'm sorry to hear that now. Hopefully it all works out. Let us know. Let us know. know, yeah, let us it know. It would be nice as well if you could have moved in during the summer. Like, fuck off being annoying like that. yeah. Do you know yeah, what I mean? yeah, true. Like the summer kind of is the time you want to move in, yeah. isn't it? Like because you're kind of like woo. Exactly. Yeah. Summertime. Summertime. Feeling summer fun. Yeah, she could just have like barbecues out the back after they've had a long day of hauling. Here, lads. As I always say, if you're sleeping, if you're after buying a house and you can't afford the furniture, a mattress on the floor and a a blow up chair. Yeah. Or a bean bag. Mm-hmm. It's almost half the crack because you'll always remember that. Yes. You'll always be like, do you remember when it was absolutely gas? We had absolutely no money. So yeah. me and Tom, when we were in Cambridge and we slept on a mattress on the floor. Yeah. But it was great. I mean, we dressed the mattress. The mattress was lovely. Yeah. But what happened was we bought a bed. Tom built the bed. It broke immediately. Ah, stop. Yeah. So we had to return the bed. And then we were just like, fuck it. Do we really want to have to spend like 500 quid in another bed when we could actually get like maybe a TV or like, yeah, you know, yeah, something yeah. that we wanted or a couch or something? Can't even remember yeah, what we spent yeah, on. Yeah, no, you can make it real romantic as well. Really. Ah, Very romance. Like, candles. Yeah, get your candles out and off. Let us. Just don't set a mattress on fire. Yeah, I'm getting the candles away. So, um, the person wrote into us earlier saying that you can get help to buy and rebuild Ireland oh, yeah. together. Wrote back to me. Oh, fair play. <laughs> Great, you. thank you. Really You're on the ball. Thank you. So, the builder gets the first time buyers, and you apply to the council for your rebuild Ireland. I've been approved in Dublin County City Council, but not in Fingal. So I'm waiting on Fingal to be approved as there's more houses available. So if I wanted to buy a new home, I'll get an extra few quid towards a new build. But the builders make these houses more expensive, LOL. So yeah. you don't really win either way. Yeah, the minute that mm. the, the... That's another point about the help to buy. <clears throat> the minute that the builders heard the government may be giving it up to 20... No, up, up to 20 yeah, grand. Yeah, again, so more we, can speci- we can specify that yeah. one way. You're more guaranteed five grand. But um, the minute that the builders heard that, the fucking prices of the new builds went up by 20 grand. So it's actually not helping you one fucking bit. Yeah, See, I this, never think of that. This thing yeah. about the, the caps yeah. really annoys me. That, and I understand what that girl, uh, the farmers, should be farmer earlier on was saying about farmer landlord. Land, yeah. Farmer landlord was saying about the, the amount of tax and stuff like that and about the landlords. I understand that, but I also feel like if you're a landlord, it should be, I there should be like an application process and it'd be like, okay, so this is the most you can earn from it 
from this this thing that you, you get which is still fair on you but it's also fair on the tenant yeah i feel like rental property should be looked like that especially in the rent the private rental sector do you know what I mean? As opposed to some fucker in Castle not renting out his house. Yeah. In, like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, Like, yeah. in fucking Carpenter's Town for yeah. three grand. Yeah, yeah, And down the road, they're basically the same fucking house in yeah. Gartstown and yeah, they're only yeah. getting 1500 from it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's all about location. I think there needs to be an infrastructure for different Put in areas. place in the way well, that it's for different like areas. Just for different tiers. Like, for two beds, for three, three beds. Three beds, for four beds, yeah. Definitely. The, the, the uh, BER rating. Do you know what I mean? Like there needs to be a fucking infrastructure there. Yeah. To make it fair. Especially like I wouldn't even say all the fucking time but especially during the housing crisis. Yeah. When it's this bad. But Sorry. the thing is most of the fucking politicians are landlords. Yeah. So nothing's ever going to get fucking done. Sorry lads if you can hear that in the background for some reason there seems to be a child on my road who is squealing so loud I feel like it actually might be dying I might have to <laughs> pause it to run out and see if the child is alive and if I'm a witness to a fucking murder what is going on like shut the fuck up because I've got a great one okay okay because okay. <laughs> I've got a super one here so opinions apparently we've Oh my god! Apparently, we've among the highest mortgage rates in Europe. Surely, if they were dropped, it would certainly help loads of people. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Two, those who can actually get a mortgage are now buying places they don't even want for life because they can only afford small apartments or areas far from where they want. So that's fucking nuts. Working your arse off because your mortgage will be cheaper than rent, but ultimately you'll never get something you want. Example. Couple starting a family buying a two bed apartment because that's the only option. Yeah. 100%. Three. Very unpopular opinion. Ooh, we love that. We have a lot of social housing. The problem is with the sense of entitlement. We all know people who have no intention of trying to get their own place and whose aim it is to get on the list if you're able to work. Obviously, if you've kids, a lot of people can't co or can't pay for childcare. You should be given a limited amount of time in social housing on the doll so it's a step up, not a permanent fixture. So there is housing for those who really need it. Of course, property prices need to be whacked down so people can actually move on. Absolutely. Also true. Mm -hmm. Four, I worked in a direct provision centre and asked long-term staff members why some people who had their papers were there so many years while others seemed to move out so quickly and was told that some people turned down what they're offered because it's not where their friends were, Blanche, like example Blanche, more than a 10 minute walk from the bus. I can see different sides to this argument, like when people are relocated and have to move their kids' skills. However, you should be allowed you shouldn't be allowed to be that picky. The vast majority don't get to live where they desire. And finally, we have a housing crisis in the cities. Go twenty minutes outside of Dublin and no housing crisis. Loads of vacant units and decent houses, and rent so much cheaper. But our infrastructure is so shit. You be commuting hours, and there's still small town mentality type places because there's no development in those areas. Mm. Well, I think twenty minutes is a bit. Like to, we're twenty minutes from city centre, and yeah. it's just as bad in the suburbs as it is. I think that's I think that's what they like the the commute is like absolutely outrageous. Like there's no structure for that. No. Like as I was saying, I was only in my thinking last... today, why the fuck isn't there a Dublin underground? Oh, so basically, I've got the answer for that. This is what a taxi told me. Like a taxi man told me. So let's just you know let's fucking put this on. You know, let, let's not you know make this a hundred percent the most accurate thing ever but basically a taxi man told me when the Brits had invaded us we kicked them out just as they were starting to put in the plans for um, a tube okay so if they had let if we had let them rule us for a little bit longer apparently we'd have the tube (laughs) I was like I don't know what you're getting at here mate I don't really mm, years of oppression but he was like I'm just saying yeah 20 more years (laughs) what 
But I think that. I think he was accurate. I think I said this to Tom before. Well, is Tom the was London like, Underground a hundred years old? Oh, like. Yeah, I think so. It's very old. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's really old. It's oh, not Jesus. a brand. It's not a new thing. So yeah. Was... Uh, but now the way that we've built Dublin is that we couldn't do anything underground because of the way that like the, the we've so structured uneven. things. If you get me, like I don't really we know how it of, works. Uh, vaults and everything underground. Yeah, we're fucking, yeah, we fucking mad shit. Like on. absolutely mad shit. So like. Right. Okay. There you go. Like yeah, I think no, I do, very valid points. I do. Oh yeah, absolutely. And that direct provision thing as well. Um. That and that kind of annoys me. Like, well, any any person coming in with a self entitled thing, because I mean, obviously, a lot of the people coming in from different countries who are in absolute ter- turmoil in the yeah. countries that they're they're living in, absolutely more than welcome. Yeah. But it's and it's I suppose I've let the people get into my head where you hear the stories. Yeah. You've never actually seen them yourself, but you've yeah, heard you've the heard stories. the stories. Yeah. You've heard of fucking Bolanley turning around to you one day back in yeah. Lagos saying, Listen, come on over. I'm after getting my teeth done. I'm after getting this, I'm after getting that. Yeah. Do you yeah. know what I mean? They're mm-hmm. the stories that you hear. Mm-hmm. Um obviously I know a lot of people who have emigrated here from Nigeria who are completely 100% genuine yeah. but you do always have that in the back of your mind so when you hear of people who are refusing placements coming out of direct provision it's like why 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 are you what sorry yeah <laughs> do you know no, what I, I get mean? that too and you're just kind of like sorry now and then you have an, you're it, on you're on direct provision because you need a house you, need you don't to, care what house yeah, a house need fucking, yeah. like you need help like we're, we're, you're getting you're being given the yeah. help just to please take it and then work your way up just yeah. give yourself a hot minute to get on the the kind of the road to progression then do the rest yourself do you know what i mean because i also heard on the news today there was a girl and um, she was unlisted so she was in she's she was born here 16 years ago she went to primary school here she went to secondary school here um and she did uh because she's unlisted she couldn't go into university but she did a plt course got all distinctions in her um she did a course in law she got all distinctions and she applied for the CAO, got two offers oh, from fabulous. universities. Yeah. But because she's unlisted, oh no, she can't take them because she's not a registered citizen of Ireland. Oh. So you have people like that who are really fucking trying. Do you know what I mean? They're really trying to get, you know, progress and yeah. have a life. And like you wouldn't even tell she was in direct revision. Like she was pushing me. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like really trying to make something of her life. And those people aren't being helped. Mm-hmm. It just seems fucked to me. Like it's, uh, I'm, I'm so fucking glad. Can we talk about something fun next week, guys? Yeah. Please. <laughs> Jesus. Got one more here. I think we'll do one more, and then we might just have to leave it. Yeah. Leave it fucking out. Leave it fucking Right. Worked in hotel. Last summer had social housing stay with us. Four out of five were fantastic. Really looked after their apartments and genuine people. Some horrible stories why they ended up in emergency accommodation. One family though wrecked not one but two apartments. Second one had to be contract cleaned and all inventory binned. Family in question didn't respect anything they were given and were in emergency accommodation because they had their house taken back from them due to not maintaining it. The parent was constantly asleep and the children left to their own devices. The eldest of the five of them was eight years old. She got a house at the end of the summer and the others who were so good and respected everything were still left waiting. But with my blood, to be honest, at the time having dealt with all of them. Yeah. There is those off cases though, isn't but there? But this is what I'm saying. That's about, humanity. You always hear uh, the horror stories and they do stick in the back of your head. 
and you don't want to be tarring everybody with the same brush, but sometimes you can't help it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Your brain just does it. We said I said this in the same the podcast about body image. You'd never say these things out loud, but you you're, you can't stop your head from thinking these things. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You cannot help but resent that. Yeah. Yeah, I totally get that. Oh, like. It's it's so I just I resent it so much that that person now has their forever home and they clearly don't deserve it. The kids clearly deserve better as well. So fucking annoying. It is sad about the kids as well. I yeah. think that's a little bit heartbreaking because you're just kind of like left to their own devices again. Yeah. Like when it comes to like bringing up children and like like children are children are just like they're such a fucking massive decision. Yeah. Why have five? Yeah. Under eight years old. Mm. Yeah, it, it, you know, it just bears, it just fucking begs me to ask the question, like, what? Yeah, no, oh, I, I know. It's fucking madness. Okay, I've got one more. <laughs> I'm 26 and I feel like I'm the exception to the rule. My boyfriend and I just bought our first home. We bought a two-bed apartment in Castleknock, mainly because his family live in the area and we want to be close. I should mention that we're all originally from Kerry. We moved up two years ago and I had to live with family for six months as I was working retail. If I hadn't got my current job... I don't think we would have been able to ever afford to rent somewhere. In the 19 months we rented our one bed, we had spent over 26 grand in rent alone. Mm. Our rent was 1400 a month in a rent pressure zone. We left last week and it's up for rent now for 1600 a month. It's illegal, but the RTB won't listen to complaints from past tenants and what a current tenant is going to, is going to know what the last person paid or is going to report their own landlord. It made more sense for us to try and buy. The mortgage repayments are less than the rent and we have more security but I know that if I'd stayed in retail, I don't think we would have been able to even rent at all. We were able to avail of the help to buy, but it's based on the tax we've paid over the last four years. So because I don't earn very much alone, it wouldn't have been worth anything to me. We paid nearly 100k more for for a two-bed apartment than what my friends paid for a five-bed house and one of the most sought-after areas in our hometown. In Kerry. Yeah. Mm. But that's like, I mean, again... Mm. If I, like, you know... She was saying there about the help to buy scheme as well. Yeah. Being of kind of fuck all use to her. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah, that is tough. And then like, to, it's just weird that the, the mortgage repayments are less than our rent. Also, it kind of fucks me off that you can't, say for instance, <clears throat> with the whole, especially with a rent, uh, housing crisis, that we need to, A, stop, well, most people need to stop renting go live somewhere where they don't have to pay that much rent and then save mm. and prove that they can save. Yeah. Why can't it just be that you've been renting for so many yeah. years? You can move on to that. You can move on to that mortgage. And just let it yeah. spill over. Yeah. Without having to stop to pay the fucking deposit. Like, just show the way you've been living for the last... Like, it fucks me off that we can't do that because everybody would be so much better yeah, off. And they, they'd be, they'd, but also, we'll kind of get rid of a lot of the housing crisis yeah. process because people would just go straight from like paying 1400 a month into 1400 a month mortgage mortgage yeah, yeah. and they probably clear their mortgages quicker yeah definitely but that's what they did they don't want that though that's the yeah. problem like no no fucking but it's bank not got to do, it's the not the banks that are gonna inevitably if that decision was ever to be made that 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 is the exception to the rule like it would be the government that say right banks you need to look at what yeah. they've been paying yeah. in rent they're allowed they're allowed to spill over now they're allowed to just look for a house and continue paying the amount of rent or that's that's the proof that they can actually pay for the mortgage they don't yeah. need a fucking deposit 
because they've done this they've, they've done all this yeah here. they've been proven that like they can yeah. do this and if anything changes well then yeah kind of situation yeah then you need a guarantor or whatever some sort of infrastructure to make sure that the, there's no kickback like in case it all goes tits up but at the same time like I just can't understand why rent isn't taken into account yeah because a lot of people can't afford to rent and save not in Dublin anyway Okay, I'm um, actually just one more because this one's really interesting. You're like a child at night. No, Mom, but this, just five, just more, five minutes. more minutes. I think this is a, a totally different thing that I've ever heard before. Okay. Um. So, hi Jen and Carla. Hope you're well. Hi. My housing situation is unusual in that I bought a house in Ballymun last August through, August through a housing scheme which offered a 30% discount on normal prices. More details here. Now, I'm going to read this out and I need you to take it down because I, if I get 50 messages asking me what this is, I'm actually going to fucking put a bullet in my own brain and delete the Instagram. So it is www.ocualann.ie forward slash about. I'm one of the lucky 49, but this scheme should be up and running throughout Dublin, particularly in obviously other countries too. I paid 178k for a three bed, terraced, A2 rated house, 15 minutes from work, less than five minutes from the M50 and less than 20 minutes from the city centre by bike. I pay 687 monthly for my mortgage. I have a normal job, I'm a teacher. And if it wasn't for the scheme, I would have had to leave Dublin where I've been living and working for the past six years. The scheme works and the developers got the land from Dublin City Council at a discount. So they're the only ones to make only ones looking to make a 5% profit. DCC has masses of lands and the lack of political willpower and effort to get the scheme up and running is appalling. We'll be very interested to hear your housing podcast. Wow. Wow. So it's like a, a mortgage lotto. Yeah, it's like, I was about to say, it's like a lotto. It's like a discount lotto. Wow. Oh, that'd be worth looking into to see what areas it's available in. So one more time, it's www.ocualann.ie forward slash about. Okay. For more info. For more info. Very good. That'd be that interesting. Into, that, yeah. That'd be defo worth it looking into. Definitely, yeah. yeah. So, so um, she was one, she was the lucky one out of 49, so it's between 50 people, is it? Yeah. Obviously that have like our... Pr- oh, sorry. Pr- I'm the one, I'm one of the lucky 49. Wow, okay. And she's saying, but this scheme should be up and running throughout Dublin, particularly and obviously other counties too. So she's basically saying, I think they only give 50 people or 49 people it. And she just happens to be one of them. Okay. But it should really be up running in other counties and it should be more of a, a scheme that rolled out. Okay, so that's worth looking into to see what the actual um statistics are on that, like what areas. Because like, what did she say, Ballymun? Yeah. I, I probably, you probably know that it is in areas like disadvantaged areas. But like, Ballymun nowadays, not so disadvantaged. No, well like... But neither is fingers if you yeah. know them. Do you know yeah. what I mean? But they are called their class technically. Not, it's disadvantaged not, areas. Not from my mouth. Yeah. Disadvantaged areas. True. Crazy, isn't it? Yeah. I, I, I would only fucking love to move back to fingers. I, I genuinely would. Yeah. I, I love fingers. Yeah. I love the people. They all look out for each other. Like certain areas, obviously, but that's about everywhere. Yeah. But like, I'd love to move back to fingers. Really would. Stay home. There you go. I don't class that as a disadvantaged area, but anytime you hear it on the news, it's always bad news, isn't it? Yeah. So, well, yeah, there's that too. There's that too. Yes, yeah, so I must look into that, see what the crack is about that. Thank you so much for everyone's participation. Hope you didn't get too fucked off listening to that. You probably did, and I, I don't really blame you. Yeah. Especially if you listen to that in the car, like that's road rage material. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's our fucking, fucking bricks. <laughs> Next week on the podcast, <laughs> we will be talking about 
astrology because honestly i need a fucking break i do need a break but also this is like my time oh. to shine carla's a cancer i'm a cancer carla's a cancer i'm a cancer i had my golden birthday which means i was 29 on the 29th it's the date and the age it's a really big birthday i had a fantastic time i went parasailing I went off the bucket list astrology is great and i can read loads of astrology things okay so yeah i'm looking forward to learning i'm motherfucking mystic meg yo because yeah, it actually freaks me out when i turn somebody goes what's your star sign next day sagittarius and they go oh so you are and i'm like how the fuck did you know that how many yeah. star signs are there pop quiz 12 so, like, how do you know that much about 12 star signs off the fucking bat? I know all of them. I, I know cannot. the dates that they start. I know the traits of them. Really, oh, stop. Okay. I'm really into it. So, it's going to be fun. Give us your thoughts. Yes, uh, give us your thoughts. Actually, this is something that I want to shout out. Do you believe do you, in them? Yeah, do you believe mm. in them? Do you feel like you are a certain way? Does anybody get really into their birth charts, their moon charts? Does everyone know what... I might actually do a few little bits on the stories about this. Because yeah. the man get the flavours going. But, uh, give it a bit of that flavor. Give that flavor. That star sound flavor. <laughs> flavor, flavor. But um, if you believe in uh, birth charts, if you believe in, do you feel like you pull more from your moon sign, your ascending sign? Do you believe in Mystic Meg? Do you believe in the horoscopes in the Herald? <laughs> oh my God. Do you remember them? I yes. used to read them and be like, I can't believe I'm about to be rich next week. It's fantastic. I know. Do you know what? It was so funny. I was... Uh, this is just a quick... Oh, no, I'll save it for the podcast. Yeah, I was about to say, are we yeah. about to go no, into no, Are we about to go into horoscopes? No, no, we won't. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Please do get involved. WhatsApp 085-725-2127 or DM us on the Insta, The Unpopular Opinion 2019. XO. XO, bye! Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.